and folks, welcome back to On Good Terms. I'm Eric, and that's not Elise once again. For the last week, she is hopefully landing safe in America tonight. We're recording on Sunday, last minute episode. And then we'll have your regularly programmed Elise. So the title of this podcast kind of makes sense. But for right now, we have someone else I'm on good terms with, who hopefully the audience is on good terms with as well after our three weeks ago episode is Alexa. Alexa, say hi. I'm back, everybody. I know you've the missed The requests her. were in. The demands were high. Yep. Everyone so demanded her come back. No one wanted to listen to another solo dolo episode. So here we are. Let's kick it off with a little, um, a little monologue, shall we? Shall we? We shall. I'm so ready. <laughs> I'm so excited. You know the Burning Man Festival? No. Oh, fuck. That's my whole fucking monologue. Okay, yes, I do. Yep, yep. No, Burning like Man, Burning Man. It's like a big festival where a bunch of like rich hippies go every year and they like hang out in the desert, basically. that's It's a big fucking festival. Like oh. every year they hang out in the desert. It's cool. Oh, yeah. Okay, 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 yeah. But it's in the desert and recently there was like a big rainstorm and now there's a lot of mud and they're actually kind of trapped in there. Uh-oh. Yeah, so. Trouble. Thousands of Burning Man attendees are stranded after a rainstorm left the roads too muddy to drive on. A bunch of dumb hippies trapped in the desert? What is this, the story of Passover? <laughs> that was a joke for all the Jewish listeners, you know, the 40 days and 40 nights that Moses and his ragtag group of dumb hippies endured. <laughs> laughing in the mic, laughing in the mic. <laughs> I need to seem funnier. You'll notice the theme in this monologue. Okay, I'm, I'm it was okay. a slow news week. <laughs> I say that every week as an excuse mm-hmm. for me not being able to write like cohesive jokes. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett just passed away at the age of 76 from skin cancer. This is the equivalent of Princess Diana's death for divorced dads and fat guys who can't <laughs> wear t-shirts anymore. <laughs> Back to Burning Man. A post went viral showing Burning Man attendees paying for an in-flight experience that lets them have sex on the plane while it's in the air. It's called the Mile High Club. The joke's on them, though, because I didn't have to pay $8,000 to catch chlamydia. (laughs) Maybe $150. This is a killer start. Rumors of an Ebola outbreak at Burning Man has left attendees sa- asking, a bowl of what? Can I smoke it? <laughs> and I got one more. Following okay. Jimmy Buffett's death, it, resurfed, it resurfaced that his name was found in Jeffrey Epstein's black book. I guess the cheeseburger in paradise he was referring to was actually a prepubescent girl. Oh, that was a that was a great start. And to that's this the model. That was a beautiful Just beginning. Burning Man and Jimmy Buffett. Yep. Thank God for yesterday's news because that's all that was. I can think of a better introduction. Going off the Jimmy Buffett thing, though. Oh, my link isn't on here. It didn't. It didn't sync. Okay, I need to go on my phone because okay. I recently found a Jimmy Buffett song that is a little bit controversial in this day and age. Oh, which one is it? it I was, only know. I don't have a really wide. Jimmy it's just Buffett wasting away the day in Margaritaville. 
Yeah, so Margaritaville. And then one song called Cheeseburger in Paradise, which is about underage yeah. girls that he's fucking. Um, but he had one song that was supposed to be on featured on one of his Havana and Paradise, some bullshit, um, in 1976, but it didn't make the cut for some reason. The song name is Please Take... This is a real song. I'm not okay. kidding about this whatsoever. And these are real lyrics. The song's called Please Take Your Drunken 15-Year-Old Girlfriend Home. That's what it's called. It's a 70s, baby. And, you know, people acted like he was this monumental. I mean, I've seen so many posts, even from people I know, he being like, made... he revolutionized my family and my husband and I and my life. And I was like, Jimmy Buffett? He had a few good songs that are only good in one or two environments. Like Maybe you, you one. just got divorced and you're laying in bed trying to take yourself to a happier place or you're at the happier place on the beach. Exactly. But like who casually drives to work listening to Jimmy Buffett? I mean, you would think the Pope had died. My Seriously. feed. I was like, Jimmy Buffett, like, I get it. What did he yeah, even do? Yeah, it's he's not fucking like Jerry Garcia. Or Dave no, Bowie. I told my dad the other day. I was like, yeah, dad, Jimmy Buffett died. And all he said was what a loss. What a loss. And this dead sarcastic. Yeah, I was like, I know who actually cares. People do, apparently. I so guess. let's read some lyrics from Please Take Your Drunken 15-Year-Old Girlfriend Home. Yeah, please. His best song. Chorus. It starts with a chorus. It's an old Beatles trick. Please, please me start with a chorus. Mm-hmm. That's one of the first songs to do it. Please take your girlfriend home. She's only 15. She shouldn't be back here alone. I'm horny and my mind <laughs> begins to roam. So please take your drunken 15-year-old girlfriend home. I feel like Chris Hansen when the people show up to, to catch a predator and <laughs> yeah. he reads the messages yep. to them. I'm horny. How old are you? <laughs> 15. Okay. That's crazy. That Okay, that's, but that should have been controversial back then. She found Mama's... Maybe that's why I didn't make the album. Probably. She found Mama's Quaalude script, took a few just right before the show. She's no beer drinker. She used the bathroom 15 times, I know. Her overtures were rather crude. Her boyfriend, he was more than rude to me. I'm 28 and I don't date. I still know classy woman who like me. Chorus again. Um. Yeah, that's that's basically the song. Just Jimmy Buffett being so horny that he's like, take this 15-year-old home. I'm too horny to control myself. I just want to know who this 15-year-old is he's referring to. Because clearly there was... He wrote this as She's soon as he came back from the shit. bar. Probably. <laughs> Yeah, he probably wrote that as soon as he came back. He's like, well, it's fresh in my mind. I'm going to come up with these. I just saw the hottest 15-year-old at the bar alone. He's telling his friends, they're like, dude, calm down. No wonder he was in Jeffrey Epstein's black book. God damn. The man is a type. He had no shame. No. Just put it right out there. Before we kick it into the rest of the conversation, I did have one more Jimmy. But the first thing I thought of when I heard that he died, you know, a song of the Zach Brown band, a uh, knee deep in the water somewhere. Got the blue sky. No. And the only worry, only worry in the world is the tide going to reach my chair. Blue is right in the sky. Never been so happy. Never felt so high. And I think I might have found me a new kind of paradise. It's a great song, honestly, as someone who's not a country or Jimmy Buffett fan. Yeah, I can awesome tell you song. like it. Yeah, I love that song. And I loved it a little too much around ninth or 10th grade because I have an incredibly vivid memory. It's knee deep. It's about being on the beach somewhere, you know, like finding your paradise. And I'm walking back to my house from the bus stop and I'm listening to the song. And all I could think about was that this paradise he's speaking of will only be achieved if I kill myself. <laughs> I had some of the most intense suicidal ideations. <laughs> Thanks to Mr. Buffett. To a Jimmy Buffett 
and Zach Brown Band collab song about sitting on the beach. I was like, I will never be able to achieve this. That level could have of been happiness. your paradise. Yeah, exactly. Suicide. And I have never contemplated suicide more. And I, I remember this so vividly, like the truck that was like this scene perfectly. Like I'm just walking home like I think I need to kill myself. <laughs> like I can't Did imagine. You try? Yes, but I can't <laughs> imagine ever being so happy that I will like I can't imagine this level of like euphoria, peace, happiness mm -hmm. in this song. And I think the only way I will be able to achieve that is by suicide. <laughs> I will say he made life sound so good and so easy that I get the like that's part of his It's problematic because it's like yeah, we, we but it's an unrealistic, nine to fives, we're in it's high, an unrealistic it's expectation. I went to Nashville and I went to Margaritaville, which I actually thought was the only Margaritaville out there. And then I realized it was a chain. Manhattan. Yeah, but I thought that I was like, wow, being here like this, you just feel good all the time. And you're constantly drinking, which is what his whole thing was about. Yeah. But his whole thing was just being drunk and convincing teenagers to kill themselves <laughs> like brand new or something. Exactly. But I guess that was his level of perfection. I don't know. I guess we can't ask him because he's dead. So skin cancer. Spent too much time in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that perfection work out for you, Mr. Buffett? Uh, 76 for somebody who talks about drinking that much. That's pretty good. It's not bad at all. 76. Yeah, it's a good long lifeline. Yeah, I'd say so. Oh, I wish I was doing video. So do you want to say something, boy? That was the boy, everyone. Ooh, once Elise is back, we'll do video and the boy can make many visual many visual appearances. Who's a good boy? Yeah, Elise is in um she had a lay like a full day layover in can you stop? In um Iceland. Oh woof. When yeah. does she come back? Tomorrow. Oh. Yeah, I was like, Alexa's coming over to record the pod. She's like, oh, you didn't want to wait for me? I was like, no. We <laughs> I couldn't wait, yeah. We got a schedule, baby. <laughs> you got to give the people with I know you all are waiting for this, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't I didn't record last weekend. My friends were here from Maryland. I was just in a perpetual state of being like kind of high and hungover <laughs> upon waking up. Which is a great place to be in, but not, but not the best place to be in mentally mm -hmm. for podcasting. I need to be on the top of my game. Um, those are all the notes. I, what, what do you want to talk about? I feel like we were talking about something and I cut the conversation short because I want to save for the podcast. I don't remember though. Oh, shoot. I can't think of anything. Um, let me pull up my notes. Yeah. 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 You, you did me, need a little man. bit of prep. I did. So I had this called podcast gold. Perfect. That's what we're aiming for. Gold. Oh, here's a question that I had that I okay. actually wanted to ask Let's you. Let's get into it. Would you rather have to eat your food by chewing like we humans do, uh -huh. or would you rather get to drink every single meal? What? No, I'd rather chew. But drinking so quick. I mean, if you yeah, could just blend I, everything I, I, I together. Save, I, I don't like go for efficiency with my food. <laughs> like You're asking, like, would you rather continue your normal life or have just gotten out of a coma after a horrible <laughs> car accident? What is this? <laughs> okay okay i mean that's fair these notes are very light i'm looking I was at listening. them now <laughs> don't look that's cheating um okay then that that it's like would you rather be disabled or not <laughs> that actually leads okay let's talk about handicap parking because okay, i had a lot of thoughts this is about our that. time to get into handicap parking okay i've thought about handicap parking a lot probably too much okay i literally went on amazon to see how cheap handicap parking Things were for my have car. Them on there? They do I'm for sure six dollars. They They're actually fifty percent off right now for anybody who wants them. Yeah, guys, take her up on that. Yeah. So 
my thing is like, what qualifies being handicapped for parking? I mean, I could sprain my little toe and have a chaos and say I'm handicapped. It's probably, they pro, I don't know. But I'd imagine they give out like ones that expire in three months for people who like break their feet or some shit. And ones for people who have a disability that requires an actual. But like these days you can identify as anything. So I could identify as handicapped and get a good spot. I don't have to park all the way across the lot. I think you got to show proof. But to who? I don't don't even know who you go to for that. Like, what if I have the little sign for $6 on Amazon, 50% off Labor Day sale? No one's going to say anything, to be honest. Exactly. That's my thing. So I just think people who... I've seen people handicap park. I've watched them walk out of their car totally fine. And I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean you're handicapped? I should grab them and be like, what are you talking? I'll make you handicapped. Then you'll actually have to park there. There you go. Like, what is it? What, what qualifies? I was at a Costco once, my friend Josh, who's a police officer now, funny enough. And we, he like, his, he like, his car was in some bullshit and he had his grandma's car. Okay. And his grandma had the handicap thing and it was a crowded ass Costco. And so we used the <laughs> handicap thing and I just faked a limp on my way to the store <laughs> so we didn't seem like scumbags. I thought about that too. Like, what if I just kind of limp across and then people will be like, oh, she's handicapped. All right. I mean, if you have the sign, anything goes. Exactly. My question is, can you do it for like mental handicaps? Like, oh, I guess. That's what I was I'm going to get depressed too. if I have to walk all the way across the parking lot. Exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. Look, who, who defines handicap these days? Who gets to park for, like two feet across the store door? I'd imagine you need some sort of doctor's note. There's got to be like regulations, a process, like probably. But then again, who's checking? But who do you if have you to get prove one from to? the doc? I mean, who's checking if it's something you bought on Amazon or something you got? I'm sure there's like an like a code, like not a code, but like a tag number, probably. or something like that. But no one is probably looking close enough, so you could get away with a lot of shit That's with true. it if you buy one on Amazon. Using code OGT2022. Labor Day sale only till tomorrow night. Yeah. At 11.59 p.m. EST. be sure to jump on that. Oh, here's a good one. Okay. Okay. I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but just for all of our many, 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 many listeners out there. What would be your, like, preferred way to die? And what would you want your funeral to look like? I want to die in my sleep. I don't want to know what's coming. I just want to die like brain aneurysm in my okay, sleep. Okay, well, that's something. like that's what everyone would prefer. But if you had to pick a way to die right now, I want to get shot. Okay, I want, I want to get shot in the head. Okay, what about you? I would want it to be. I was kind of the same, but I'd want it to be like a duel. Like two people have a oh, gun. Oh, so you want to go out a loser? Well, if I shot him at the same time, it could be like an exact revenge kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. For my funeral, I always do you know um what is it? Monty Python Life of Brian. Have you seen that? No. There's that song from it's like always look on the bright side of it's like in the movie, it's like a movie about like Jesus. You know Monty Python? Yeah. But it, they're like making fun of it. And while he's like on the crucifix, they're singing this song, like, always look on the bright side <laughs> of life. It's very funny. <laughs> and I like always pictured my funeral someone singing <laughs> that song. <laughs> There's like a lot of whistling and stuff. It's a very like jaunty tune. Okay. Yeah, you kind of make it like an uplifting kind of event. Yeah, yeah. I've always wanted my funeral to be like a very... I I, I don't like mourning people. I'm not a mourner. Yeah, me neither. I'm a lover, not a mourner. <laughs> and so I'd want it to be like an uplifting event where everyone gets fucked up afterwards. <laughs> and then I would like, just for my own ego, 
once everyone's nice and drunk, they start crying about me. Exactly. You want a literal celebration of life. Yeah. That's fair. But I also want my death to mean something. Like, I want my death to be on the news and people to start, like, protesting. Something. Like, <laughs> like, if I get shot, just like in a random shooting, people are like, this random, like, white guy was shot in Philly for no reason. Let's go and, like, protest, like, guns or something. That's what I want. I want I want a protest after Yeah, I you die. want it to mean, like, a, have a good cause. Yeah, I want it to open up a dialogue. Exactly. You want to lead conversation. Yes. <laughs> I just want people to talk about something bigger after I die. But have <laughs> yeah, my you name. want them to remember it. Yeah, I, I want to be like a martyr of sorts. You That's know? fair. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I'm not surprised. What do you want your funeral to look like? You said you want people earlier. You're saying you want people to badmouth you at your funeral. Well, no. So, yeah, I would want like a time to just talk about all the good that I did or that they like things they liked about me. And then I want to hear what they hated. Because I really. Well, you're not going to hear it. Well, no, I don't want. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So my my. I want I want them to feel free to share what Be they like, hate yeah, about me. Yeah, she was me. so fucking annoying. Yes, like I want to know what it is because you know people don't just come up to you and say like I hate the way your face looks. Yeah. Like I hate the way you say no. You know what I mean? Like no one actually says that to you. So yeah. I actually want to know what people. Well, not that I would ever find out, you know, but I would want people That's to feel free that they take, could talk. Yeah, because nobody actually just comes up. The people will tell you what they like about you, but not what they hate. Well, here's an interesting thought. In a recent Kerber Enthusiasm episode I watched, one of the Larry's friends or whatever was having a, and I forget what it's called, like a pre-death funeral or yes, something. Yes, I saw that. What yep. do you think? Because he's like, why should everyone get together and celebrate your life <laughs> and say all these good things about you when you can't hear it anymore? And part exactly. of me is like, that's crazy egotistical. But part of me is like, yeah. No, but honestly, because like you, be, nice. you need to be affirmed. That would feel, yes, it's affirmation. That would yes. feel very nice. I would want that. And I'd also want people, I wouldn't want anybody to be crying. I would no, want them to no be crying. having a great time. I'd want the beer to be flowing. I'd want the champagne to be popping. Get a keg. Yes, I want to have black lights. And I want, if I'm having an open casket. Black get, lights. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like, yeah, I want to just have it to be a crazy party. Would you want an open casket? I would, and I would, would want to be posed like with a smile on my face. What if you were like fucked up, like a car crash? <laughs> then they could just kind of like your body's mangled. Oh, that's to a shit. good point. Oh. I, I, I'd still want them to see it. I think it'd be funny. So would I, because I'd be like, "This is what I was. Remember me as this. Remember me as this mangled piece of like slop." And they could just put like a star sunglasses on you, put a guitar in your hands. Yeah, yeah, your exactly. Real right? Yeah, exactly. Top hat on. It'd be great. Yeah. That's my funeral. I I'm like that. Yeah. I've planned that more than my own wedding. Yeah. I mean, hey, you're more likely to die in the next day than get married in <laughs> exactly. the next day, right? Realistically. Honestly speaking, yes. Yeah. Um, all right. What you got anything else on there? Anything else you want to get into? Let's see. We well, you know my list is really extensive. So Yeah, you got a fat I gotta list pour there. through it. Yeah. No, you know, I think that was kind of it. All right. Well, luckily, I have some Reddit posts. Oh, good. Read. Okay. That's the podcast cop out when you don't have anything else to talk about. I was hoping you had. Some, I tried to find some Reddit stuff the other day, and I just couldn't. I got the plugs. Okay. All right. Um. Polycool. Oh, here we go. This is on confession. <laughs> I'm quoting this verbatim. Okay. I said bad thing to someone about their spell wrong. Mom, man, I'm a loser. Let me repeat. I said bad thing to someone about their mom, man, I'm a loser. No, no punctuation. Okay. And then going into the actual post, I said to my mate, 
that I hope his mom gets run over by a car. <laughs> I feel really bad, man. Like I would never wish he spelled wish wrong somehow. I would never wish that on someone. He spelled wish like fish the band W H I S H. Oh gosh. I feel really bad, man. Like I would never wish that on someone. And I said it as a joke. I feel really bad. It feels good to get it off my chest. <laughs> Does he think Reddit's a confessional if, now? Well, it's the confession subreddit. So it is. So it is. Oh, yeah. It qualifies. If that's the worst, like your mom joke you've made, like I hope your mom gets hit by a car. You're in the rook. You're in the fucking single A minor leagues. My Seriously, friend. that's nothing. That's nothing. Like I, step on a crack, break your mama's back is worse than that. Yeah. No, like, oh, I hope your your mom gets hit by a car. Like, OK, then what? How bad did he feel about that? That must have kept him up for nights. Apparently, he said it felt really good to get it off his back. and I So much so that he spelled wish wrong. The top comment is, if you can promise yourself to never say anything like that ever again <laughs> and keep your promise, just forgive yourself, mate. We're only humans. We can't be perfect. But did the mom die? I don't think so. I think he's just like, oh, yeah. Why is he so guilt ridden? Yeah. If she got hit by a car the next day, that would kind of make sense. But. And the next comment is, in what context could that <laughs> sentence ever be a joke? Any context? It's a joke. It's a, it's a your mom it's a joke. joke. Yeah. It's, oh, I hope your mom gets hit by a car. Or your mom's so fat she can't cross the road in time <laughs> for the fucking walk sign to keep going. And <laughs> she gets hit by a car. That's kind of funny. This guy's taking himself way too seriously. That was a good joke. Yeah, it sounds like he slash his friends are just pussies. I think so. All right. Here's another one on confession. This one's interesting. Picked up illegal aliens for cash when I was down financially. <laughs> Dude's a coyote. Good way to get earn quick money. Okay. It's going to be a run on because like I don't give a fuck. Oh, great. <laughs> I have to. Oh, my God. There's not a single comma. Oh, no. Deep breath. Get ready. But okay. So. There's a period there after so, so I can take a breath there. <laughs> can take a breath? But okay, so. I was down financially and was struggling, and an acquaintance of mine told me about this job. He said, it's easy and quick money. $1,000 per person. All I had to do was drive. There's an end of sentence. I immediately said I'm interested, and so I had to drive to the border and stop at some <laughs> coordinates off the side of the highway and open the back door and shout a key phrase so they would know it's me. I shout it, and they come climbing up the side of a hill into the car. And I got paid, and I wanted to do it more, but I just couldn't fathom getting caught and doing federal time, so that was the last of it. Oh, my God. Whoa. That's kind of sick. That got deep real quick. That's crazy. I mean, that's like a... It's a very easy crime to It's commit. a very easy crime. To, yeah. And you wouldn't face many consequences with that because nobody would know. And I mean, unless they caught you and then that is like, well, of course, 15 if you're years caught, in federal but, prison. Yeah. But like, I mean, if you're down by a border, chances are they do a lot of like random checks and shit. Exactly. So that's incredibly risky. Um, way to go, man. Wait, that's listen, make some bread. Who, that's exactly. You're he not was, hurting anyone. Unless yep, they happen he just to be wanted like to earn a quick dime. That's that's they should have like an Uber, like an Uber service. Like, <laughs> hey, want to learn, want to get a little bit extra money, get these people across the border. Exactly. He could have made. Yeah, he could like create a business for this. Because the thing is, when they're looking for people like being smuggled across the border, they look for like big trucks, like trucks transporting like cheese or some shit. No, and I don't and know like his the, little car. Who knows what he was driving? Yeah. And all like the immigrants hiding between those. But if you're just driving like a fucking like. 
normal sedan. Ford like, Fiesta or some shit. Like, no one's going to pull you over no. and be like, are these guys illegal You got immigrants, immigrants back there? Yeah, yeah. no. If, if they're just, like, in plain view, like, no one's going to fucking suspect shit. Like, if they're lying in the trunk, then sure. And it's one of those, like, hatchbacks. But chances are that wasn't the case. Yeah, no. That's... Honestly, good for you. No need to confess there. You're you're in your money. You didn't do anything No, wrong. we applaud you. We applaud you for this. All right, and uh, this last one's off the Am I the Asshole subreddit. Oh, my favorite one. Am I the asshole for how I, 37 male, reacted to my son, 17 male, damn, 20 years <laughs> Whoa. old, coming out to me? I've always known my son had an interest in men. <laughs> He was slow on picking up incognito mode. <laughs> and from the searches he made, I figured he was at least bi-curious since he hit puberty. Aren't we all? Well, last year, he started bringing a boy around. It was obvious that they were dating to the point I figured that he knew I knew and it wasn't a big deal to anyone. Well, apparently I was wrong. After school yesterday, him and his boyfriend came up to me and said there was something really important they needed to tell me. My son said that they were dating and it had been for a year. Wow. Well, I was surprised. That he wasn't aware I knew, and I was a bit thrown off. My mouth moved faster than my brain. I said, well, that's pretty fucking gay. <laughs> now, I thought it was peak comedy, since it is, in fact, gay. However, I understand using the word gay in that way gives it a very negative undertone, hence the mouth faster than the brain comment. Now, my son and I are usually pretty edgy with our humor. This is being fairly tame for the stuff we joke about. Well, this probably wasn't appropriate for the situation. It wasn't our norm for a conversation between us. However, he and his boyfriend were very, very upset and left. I'm probably the asshole, but I thought I would check and see if y'all had some advice on what I can say to fix it. He won't respond to my texts or calls. All right, so they do like a ranking. Like they like label your post on Reddit asshole or not the asshole. Can you guess which one it is? Knowing people these days, probably asshole. It's asshole. Yep. What What would you say to that? Because I have thoughts. Not you the go asshole. First. That's hilarious. Agreed. I say not. The, if I were the son, I would have laughed. People are way too sensitive. That's because hilarious. It is, gay. It is, it is literally gay. gay. It's gay. He's gay. It's funny. That's hilarious. That's pretty gay. Like, yeah, it Listen, is. Listen, I fit the stereotype because I drink beer and drive a Subaru. People have made that joke multiple, multiple times. Yeah, I'm not for everyone wondering, but I understand. We had a lot of our audience asking. I yeah. figured, yeah, because can... typically my other co-host is a gay woman. Because she's a gay woman. Yeah, exactly. It could so be like a like, theme. What you have a straight woman on here? What are you doing? What? Yeah, I know. And you see, I well, you didn't see because the video wasn't on last time. But and would you guess what the my gay co-host drinks and drives? Beer and a Subaru. Beer and a Subaru. Oh, there it is. It fits. Yeah. <laughs> See, but I'm crushing those stereotypes. I'm breaking the mold, yeah. as they say. Yeah. But that, if I was, I would think that was hilarious. If my dad said that to me, I'd be hysterical. Just like, hey, dad, I have something to tell you. I've been holding this well, for a long time. Like, like, I'm gay. Be like, yeah, that's pretty fucking gay. Like, yeah, that's fucking hysterical. I love that he said his brain worked faster, or his mouth worked faster than his brain. Because I'm like, what were you thinking? Like, that, <laughs> you were clearly you were thinking, thinking that. that's pretty fucking gay. Yeah. You said and what you is. were thinking. It literally is it gay. Is. It's the gayest thing you can do. I say Date not an asshole. Man. I say <laughs> not the asshole. No. no, I mean, I get why his son was kind of like in the moment. If he's really afraid yeah, to tell like his dad his son, that his son's okay. a kid, he was probably working up courage for like a year to tell his dad that. And your dad's like, yeah, it's fucking gay. Exactly. Like, I understand why his son would take that poorly. That's got to You expect them to be like, no, it's OK. I love you no matter what. Yep. Like, I understand that reaction, but I but also that understand to be from like the, the dad. But that's the core reaction funny. of the dad. I think yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah, it's hilarious. Way to go, dad. 
Yeah, you go. You're an ally. Yep. I say not an asshole. Not the asshole. You have our vote here. All right. Well, glad that's settled. <laughs> he was probably wondering. Yeah. Yeah. I should comment. Be like, guys, guys. Everybody relax. Not the asshole, guys. It is gay. Let's talk about the restaurant we were at tonight. Let's talk. Let me pull up their menu. So this, there is like an old restaurant, the Memphis Tap Room, that was opened by my house for a few years. And it was great. Just normal, like, American food, good prices, so much beer. They had like 30 beers on tap. It was amazing. <sighs> and then they closed down and someone else bought it. And this place is called Meeting House. I'm going to read some menus off the, sorry, some items <laughs> off the menu, which is maybe like 13 things. Bread and butter. <laughs> And they're charging for this, let me just say. These are all at least $5. Bread and butter. Cheese. Dry sausage. French fries, $6.25. Baked clams. Roasted oyster mushrooms. The most expensive item on the menu is broiled fish, which the people next to us had, and it smelled like shit. Mm -hmm. Grilled pork steak. Baked pineapple. (laughs) That was actually dessert. Yes, the baked pineapple and the ice cream. Yep, and the pavlova and the chocolate pate creme, (laughs) a la Dimitri's R.I.P. Yo, who's Dimitri? (laughs) Yeah, why is he R.I.P.? Shit, I know a Dimitri. Hope you're not dead. I was thinking about you today. I fantasize about you, Dimitri. I fantasize that you were playing clarinet at my boss's wedding. Anyways. This place, and they they only have like four beers. Yeah, guys, it five was five beers. We we were hoping that the Google menu was not updated, and it, and was, it was updated. Let me read you the names of the five beers. Morning Swim is a pale beer. Living Thing is a dark beer. These are the names I'm reading verbatim. Mm-hmm. Mount Pleasant is a hoppy beer. Guinness Orval and Alexa's like, let's try the Orval, probably because of the highest alcohol content. I'm assuming is why you picked well, it. Well, yeah. And they come out in this handsome i made this joke to you already but guy who looked like he's a barber in the 1870s so much chest hair so, so much chest hair chest like hair. beautiful like un- he looked like a peaky blinder like undercut with like the long top um and a dollar like, tree uh, uh actually a poshmark killian murphy mm-hmm. yeah depop killian murphy <laughs> and he comes out and he's like this is a so I get my beer. It comes in a glass. She gets her beer. It comes in a bottle and a very special glass. Mm-hmm. And the guy comes over. He's a like, goblet. A yes. goblet of sorts. And he comes over and he's like, it's a very, very weird beer. It's brewed from monks. And this is the like. The weirdest trap house like, you've the, ever had. Yeah. He's like, this is how they make their money. And this is the weirdest beer they brew. This is going to be the weirdest beer you had. And it was the most bland IPA ever. It was the And it most, cost double what every other beer cost. It was the biggest disappointment. I was expecting, you know, this whole, the whole, the chalice that they gave me, the goblet, had the name of the beer on it, right? And then he he's pouring it, spe- looking me directly in the eyes. Yeah, the guy comes over and does a full pour while telling us the history of the beer. And staring me in the eyes the entire time. Mm-hmm. I was like, this guy's not missing a beat. He's probably done this 5,000 times, trying to deceive everyone that the Orville's something special, which it wasn't. It was the blandest it was, IPA. I mean, Eric's beer, yours was way more exciting. And it was half the price. Half the This was $12.75. I'm not even kidding. For one beer, one 12-ounce beer. It was absurd. And I wish I could say that it was as weird as he said. He said, must have said weirdest trap house brew probably four times. Yeah, he was like, and then he came back around after she had it and he was like, isn't that a weird beer? (laughs) 
And what did I, all I said was like, yeah. You're like, yeah. <laughs> what am I going to say? Crazy ass beer, bro. It was a literal Sierra Nevada. Yeah. I should have charged him for telling us that whole story. That yeah, I didn't it was hear. fucking insane. And then the waitress comes over and she takes our order and we both get the same thing, like a roast beef sandwich. And she's like, do you want to split fries with that? And luck, well, first of all, I'm like, why do we split fries? Fries come with sandwiches. But then I realized when I looked at the menu that they have their fries as a separate thing for $6.25. So I had the acumen to be like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Which was a good thing. We, we saved ourselves $6. You should have seen the size of fries they gave you. I mean, a baby would have been still hungry after it eating those like fries. It was like 10 fries. If that. Because the people next to us ordered and we're like, oh, good thing we didn't. Yep. And then they give us the sandwiches and it's on the tiniest plate ever. And the sandwiches were very good, but they were sitting on top of this oil that soaked into the bread and made it so soggy that you had to eat the whole sandwich with a fork and knife. Yep. And you had to keep the, the sandwich on a plate, literally. And it was the tiniest plate. Like we had to get extra plates and to put our like pickles on. Yeah. It the was rid- pickles ever, by the ridiculous. way. But the sandwich, I mean, it was a solid seven and a half out of it 10. It was a great sandwich. And but then I was like, all right, well, I, I, I'm not that hungry. I'm not going to finish it. Let me get a box. And I was like, this is so <laughs> soggy that if I put it in the box, it's going to leak through. So I kept the sandwich on the plate. <laughs> And I put the plate in the box because the plate was so fucking small. It fit in this little fucking like cardboard Tupperware. And I stole the plate out of necessity. It, it had to be done because it would have seeped through his fingers on the way home. Also, there was this freak like three-year-old sitting next to us. She's giving me like the fuck me eyes the whole time. She stared at you the entire time. I think she wanted me. I think she did too. She was sucking that lollipop. Yeah, I could have pulled, pulled a Jimmy Buffett. Just tap the debt. I want her. <laughs> She's mine, by the way. I'll take her with the check. <laughs> yeah, that restaurant. I mean, the music was good. We both agreed on that. It wasn't too loud. And it was a really tiny place. I mean, it was like a shoebox. We were like restaurant. squished in with the people next to us. We were like, we felt like we couldn't. I couldn't make any what if jokes because they were sitting right there. Yeah. Which I hate. But you know, the, it was all right. I would I return? Would we return to that restaurant? That's the question. Honestly, I probably would, just because it's so I would close. Because I can walk and I have to Uber exactly. Drive. And I mean, the the service was nice. The guy in the complete red outfit was he seemed like a fun. Yep, he's an OG. I know. I know, dude. I know that guy. Yeah. He's yeah, you guys go way back. We go way back from when it was a Memphis tap room. And the meeting room is actually a good name for a restaurant. Coming meeting from the, re- the meeting house, excuse me, coming from the restaurant industry. Yeah, yeah service yeah. industry. Yeah. Extraordinaire. Yes. Um, But yeah, so our official review on meeting house is five and a half. I think five, six. Six. The beer thing was just so fucking weird. I think five and a half that docks it down to because he gave us the whole story. So it should have been the best beer I've ever had. I have never paid that much for beer in my entire life. And it was so like, it wasn't bad at all. No, but, but it, it was, was just so bland. It's just like you have that in your fridge downstairs. Yeah, no, I have better in my fridge. Downstairs. Exactly. We're like, drinking better than that. And it wasn't. Yeah, like it wasn't a disgusting Lights, beer. By the way. Of course. Shout out. The best sponsor beer. us. But mountains are blue, baby. It. Just wasn't, and just the whole like sh- the, the the goblet that they gave me with the Orville name. They hyped on it. it up too much. They had the a goblet. picture behind Eric's head saying Orville. Yeah, no, it was like this is our thing. We're we serve Orville beer, and it's just like water with hops, basically. Yep. Shit in the background. Mm-hmm. Anyways, folks, 
You ready to call it? Is that the episode? I think so. I can't think of what else to talk about. I can't think of anything else to talk about either. All right, folks. Well, next week, Elise making a return. We'll see what she has to say from her trip to the holy slash unholy land. It should be interesting. It should be interesting for sure. So, all right, folks. Until then, I'm Eric. This is Alexa. And we are on good terms. We're on good terms. Bye now. Thank you.